Welcome to the People Leaders Podcast, the audio resource for managers and business leaders creating high-performing teams. Join leadership and team development experts Jan and Michelle Turkelson each week as they explore both subjects from every angle. Through practical tips, valuable insights, and compelling interviews with leadership experts around the world, you'll learn how to bring out the best in your staff and how to give your best as a leader. Hello, Michelle. Hi, Jan. How's it going? This is all about reputation. Okay. In this conversation. So we've been coaching a number of people recently, and we've found that their impact on others sometimes is aligned and sometimes there is quite a a misalignment. So let's go through a number of tips that people can use to either get clear about their reputation, enhance it or do something about it. Mm -hmm. So who needs to know about this? Well, Jen, really it's any manager who's interested in understanding the impact that their behaviour has have on others Hmm. and in particular so I would want to know so what reputation do I have in my organization Uh, managers who are interested in a promotion for example or particularly managers who just missed out on um, a promotion that could be um, a really good reason to find out what sort of reputation you have also managers transitioning to another role or even leaving the organization it's a good time to check in and and see so what reputation did i have in this organization which allows you to either dial up or dial down certain um, characteristics or behaviors next time yeah so they get to understand the impact that they're having uh, how they're perceived also is there a cultural fit in the team or the organization and also it's important to understand you know this is part of how you manage your career and see if there are any surprises because it can give you a little bit of an indication around your level of awareness hmm. isn't it interesting so so why do you think some managers don't know what reputation they have already I think sometimes they're just so focused on the task, they forget about the impact that they're, they're having. Mm. So perhaps they've just never thought about it, no one has ever mentioned it, and they don't know how they could actually undertake a process to find out. Mm, that's true. So why don't... So for those people that have an inkling that they do have a, a reputational mismatch, what do you think that they should be doing? Well, I think they should start action. And, and also, I think that there is a little bit of a myth, you know, that all feedback is going to be negative, that they can't change perceptions and that people um, people's bias is unchangeable. It's a challenge, but absolutely you can impact. So if you all, so if you have a reputation in an organisation, what you're saying is you can change it. Absolutely. And I agree because we have seen people who put some time, energy and effort into it um, and who are more focused on the impact that they are having can actually change their reputation with greater self-awareness and a plan. Yeah, because then they can actually modify their behaviour. Mm-hmm. So tip one, the importance of the setup. Yeah. So when we're talking about setup here, we're talking about setting up this uh, program of getting feedback on your reputation in the organisation. And so you could get a third party to do this. So you could get either your HR department, it could be a coach or it could be a colleague who you trust to ask your uh, nominated people for feedback about 
your reputation. We have the, the, you know, the five important questions to ask. So setup is really important and the people that you do, um, that you do choose in order to get feedback from, obviously you need to respect their opinion. They need to have uh, experienced you in different settings and it's also important that yeah there is this third party ensures confidentiality of the results because when you ask people for for feedback and this is sort of really tricky feedback to get like it you know could um could impact a relationship or the relationship that you have with these people so confidentiality and maintaining confidentiality is really important yeah because it allows people to feel more comfortable and to give open feedback Mm. so tip two It's important to agree and identify the people you are going to ask and ask no more than five people. Mm. So you don't want this to be a cumbersome process. You want to be able to initiate it quite quickly, efficiently, and so therefore act on it effectively. That's right. And then when you, you know, when you think about the people that you are going to ask, don't ask all the people that report to you. Get almost that 360 view. You know, get your manager, get a colleague, a stakeholder, somebody who reports to you. So get a yeah, a broad view. Mm. Tip three, send an email asking them permission to participate in the feedback and expect the questions from a third party to be sent. So whether or not it's from HR, your coach or a work colleague. Yeah. And so really it's just a quick email saying, look, I'm um, really interested in getting some feedback on uh, how I'm perceived by others. Your your feedback is really important to me and I respect your opinion. Expect an email from such and such and go from there. That's all you have to do, really. Yeah, and tip number four, what questions are they going to send? Ooh, okay. So we've landed on what we... And we've trialled this a a number of times over the years and we feel that these are really the, the key questions. So the first one is, what do you see as XXX's strengths? What, why do we start with the strengths? Because it's a nice, easy in for people to identify somebody's strengths and also the person receiving the feedback. It's a, it's a nice way to sort of lead into some of the more challenging feedback that they may get. Yeah. Second question is what are, say, Jane Doe's development opportunities? Mm. Here we get to understand where someone's perception is of those perhaps you know, potential weaknesses, things that they may need to work on. And, and again, you're asking somebody's um, opinion about, you know, your development opportunities. But even from question by question two, you'll get some themes. You'll mm. get some really um, uh, similar themes coming through. Tip num- question number three, if you were to give Jane Doe one piece of advice, what would that be? One piece of advice, that's all they've got. Mm. And so this is when you're really starting to focus in on the impact that this person's behaviour is having on other people. And if they were to change it, modify it, uh, it would have a positive impact on how they're perceived. Question number four, which aspects of Jane Doe's style concerns you the most? Mm. So here we're getting really specific about a particular, um, I suppose, personality or preference or style that could have a negative impact on how someone is perceived. That's right. getting really to the point. And we've had clients where this hasn't been a question that resulted in anything, you know, controversial at all. But you'd want to know if it was. You would, absolutely. And that's why it's an important question to have in there. Question number five, what is Jane Doe known for? 
So what is her or his reputation yeah. in the organisation? So it could be around quality. It could be she's really responsive, um, great with teams, fantastic with key stakeholders. Yeah, a real go getter. Very passionate about um, very passionate about her work, but can be overbearing. Yeah. So yeah. what you'll start to see is some key themes and words coming out um, just with those five questions. That's why. You know, they're really good and important questions to, to use. Tip number five, combine all the responses into a template that aggregates the feedback. Mm. And tip six, ask your support person to send you the feedback once it's been aggregated. Tip seven, you have the feedback. You can have the feedback in several options. You can invite a coach to review the feedback with you. You can engage your HR person. Yeah, or discuss you it with it. your manager. But if we just go back to combining all the responses, Jen, so what you want to make sure is you take sentence by sentence to mm. do that. Tip eight, review yourself, like review the, the feedback that you've received yourself and form a goal around it, mm. you know, have some action steps around it. Mm. Um, then we've got a couple of micro tips. Yeah, you could send out the questions uh, yourself but get the responses to go to a third party so you do all the groundwork mm. and and ask the respondents to send their responses to such and such directly directly so who'll collate it yeah. yeah and another micro tip is that every sentence of the feedback is a standalone line so line by line you will see what people have given you and ask the person who is aggregating the feedback to jumble it up mm. so you're not getting that you're getting a mixed response line yeah, so by you line. know and the reason we say that is so that you know that the first you know the first couple of sentences on each um, uh, on each question isn't from the same person, person yeah. yeah and take out nicknames and phrases that may possibly identify the respondents yeah good tip and lastly who shouldn't do this Michelle because it seems like a good thing to do but... oh I look I wouldn't say that there was anybody who really shouldn't unless you are very, very new to a role or when you're very stressed and you're going through a hot, you know, yeah, a lot of change, high change. Yeah, yeah good tip. Okay, until next time. Okay, see you, Jen. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the People Leaders Podcast. For show notes and other resources, please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. If you have a leadership or management question or subject you'd like covered on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at peopleleaders.com.au. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.